This is CliffCentral.com. Let's have fun. It is sipping tea on a Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock. Um, I am without my partner in crime, Dumi Muraike, because she's in Bali. Because, you know, some people just have that life. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, she'll be back next week. I did invite two of my friends, though, to come and join me this morning. Uh, reason number one being that they're crazy. And number two, because, you know, they've got insights to certain things that I don't. So hello, Lindell Cherimai. Hi, Mubs. Thanks for having me. And Belinda Khojani. But why would you say we're crazy just right off the bat? But you are, though. And you're in good company. When everybody's crazy, nobody needs to feel ashamed, right? Well, I guess you've got that right. <laughs> um, now, I heard Missy Elliott actually mentioning Michael Jackson at, towards the end of that song there. Did you guys see that story about that British actor who's going to be playing Michael Jackson? The white guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. I don't know who he is. I don't know where he's from. All his, I know is his he's His name white. is Joseph Fiennes. But yes, he's the white guy playing Michael Jackson. Sure. But so, Michael Jackson was white. I don't understand why everybody's so And that's about exactly his, his, his <laughs> thing that... That's how. Because imagine was. they got a black guy to play Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> We'd all be so confused. Like, We'd be that? stuck in the eighties. Okay, but but the thing is, which parts of Michael Jackson's life are you portraying? Because he used to be black. I'm sure they're going to have like a black young somebody from you know circa 1980 <laughs> to like 1990, and then thereafter, this guy will then take over. It's like it's not Days of Our Lives. Like it's not John Black right through. <laughs> Although they, they keep, you know, replacing um, actors on, on a lot of soapies, you know. They're like yeah. six weeks later, the role of Jack Black will now be played by Morgan Davidson. <laughs> and he is white. Well, yes. So the white people stay white. And like, what's going to happen now? We're... No, but guys, all he needs is a spray tan. What? Not going to no, happen. Guys, they can, guys, Michael if they, Jackson if they, used to be black, though, guys, in the early stages of his career. Bruce... Into Caitlin, okay. You can do anything with makeup. <laughs> so actually, Ralph could play both the black and the white versions of Michael Jackson. <laughs> True. He but did. He did say that uh, because you know a lot of people are obviously outraged, and I think the family also had something to say. They're like, "How dare you?" Um, and this guy said, "Yeah, but you know." I, I, if you look at our skin tones, I was very close to Michael Jackson's tone. <laughs> However, towards I the think he's 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 argument i would think which is a good one is that they have kind of the same you know bone structure his jawline is pretty strong mm. he, he does look you know if you squint your eyes just a bit yeah and just look at it like from just the the, the edge of your the periphery of your view <laughs> michael jackson through and through 100 percent. i just want them to give him a weave though guys are we talking about ralph the guy joseph from, oh, oh no joseph fines oh Fiennes? Yes, yes, yes i don't know how to yes. pronounce it where where was he from? Mutwenga and staring from where? I don't. It's I'm, Ralph's son. Ra- uh, I'm just making that who's up. Who's Ralph? <laughs> who's Ralph? It's like, bye Felicia. Who's Felicia? <laughs> exactly. All I know is that he's British. That's all I know. I can't actually name any of the stuff that he's been involved so in. So he also doesn't have an American accent. Oh, but you know the Brits, they can do this American thing. Wow. Especially when they've been in Hollywood for X number of years. And then he's also going to have to get the pitch right. Yes, because, you know, Michael Jackson didn't speak like this. Exactly. I really want them to put on a weave on him, though, because you remember Michael Jackson used to have... Was that a, a weave? It he must had have it, been. like, sewn into his skin, though. What? Yeah, it was no, like you're lying. Limbs. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm serious, guys. No, but how do you do that? 
with the I needle don't, and thread. Somebody did it to him, but I mean, it, it used to be sewn in. Like you could actually see where it would start and end. Because remember, he even had those sideburns that actually were burns. Were burns, and he <laughs> he didn't have any hair. But it, was that after that incident where he was filming something? And I think, he got burned. And he got burned. Mm-hmm. I think he was filming something for Coke, Coca Cola, or he was at a concert and his head caught on fire. And then they had to put it out. Oh, yes. Do you remember yeah, that story? Yeah, because he was, yeah, he was burnt. Like, I wonder how they're going to do that. I wonder how they're going to do the whole thing. But I don't think it's going to be one of those big blockbuster movies that we're all going to get to see. It sounds to me it's going to be... it's a TV series, isn't it? I it's a TV it w- series. Is it? Yeah, it's a TV series. Oh, see, I thought it was a movie this whole time. No, it's a TV series. I don't know what they're going to be doing. Can, can they just make it a TV? Like, why would they make it a TV series? I, it'll how be like, much more? It'll be like, I you know, back in the day when you watched, like, Who's the Boss? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Boss? <laughs> Tony Danza. Tony Danza. <laughs> and Alyssa Milano. Yes. Lindell, you are known. As always, you can jump in and be a part of the conversation anytime. Um, you can also message us straight through to WeChat or you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com. Now, the other day, I was on Twitter and I came across an article um, about these two women recounting their experiences of having gone in for a massage with a happy ending. So then Mia, I went onto the Googles and there is this author, her name is Melissa Lefsky, and she decided to go undercover to try and see if how easy or difficult it is for a girl to request a happy ending and then get a happy ending. And apparently the taboo has shifted. Women in America and other parts of the world are going in for massages with happy endings. I mean, traditionally, this is something that, you know, you would think, oh, well, you know, men do this. They go in five minutes and then they come out and they're like, yeah, I'm going to take over the world. So I just want to get people's thoughts on this. And especially if you are in a relationship with someone, like how do people feel about each other as partners going in for messages with happy endings? I don't know. I feel like you've caught me off guard. I, I feel like we were supposed to be here to talk about like organic vegetables and stuff. I just and you've got to ask the most married people out here about massages with happy endings. Like, how does that even work? Well, this is the question. Though, I just, is I just don't. Know. Why, why, why do you need a happy ending? Isn't a massage happy enough? <laughs> I'm just saying, like when I go, okay, yeah, yeah. hot stone massage, I mean, that is super happy. Mm-mm. When I'm done, I had a happy ending. But I don't need that kind of happy ending. Like, I don't know. Look, I think maybe from a more therapeutic side. So, it's, <laughs> look, a, mas- a, a massage yeah. is, is therapy. So you've got all those, like, you know, those hot spots and whatnot that actually help and contribute to your well-being. Mm. The cherry then on top mm. is, guess what? This could happen. Mm. And orgasms are good for whether they are for men or for women. And it shouldn't be gender biased. It shouldn't just be about men because women want to feel that way too. Yeah. And in no way or form am I saying that like I'd only have orgasms at home. <laughs> but I'm just saying if that like you go if to <laughs> the massage parlor. Right. What? Right. Okay. So if your husband had to go to a massage parlor and then have happy endings, would you be okay with that? Look, first of all, it wouldn't be happy endings as in plural. 
<laughs> it would, it would happen once. once. <laughs> it would just be for the experience. Like when your friends are talking about stuff, don't get left out of the conversation. The experience mm-hmm. of what? Surely that was before you got married. Like you can't no. be. What? No. What there are parts. There are parts of your body that I after you say I do, yeah? they really I do only belong to you. Okay. Like, no one else should be able to touch it unless it's a doctor and they are checking you out. But that's for exactly medical it. reasons. In- <laughs> <laughs> Not for therapy. A doctor for medical reasons, reasons yeah, because what else would a doctor be doing, Natal? <laughs> you see, it's it I found it interesting because I don't know that I would feel comfortable enough to actually go through the process of having a massage with happy endings. But you know, some people don't have this issue. So, how are you like most, I mean, I don't, most women I don't think that I are not be... even comfortable with going to the gynecologist? Yeah, it's not. How true. are you going to go have a massage with a person you've never met yeah. and then have them share that intimate part of your life and your being with them? I mm. mean, but I think that's just the point there that you know you obviously have to be in a safe place. Um, <laughs> No, Sorry. I mean like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. not like you're gonna go down to to Joving, yeah, no, you no, know, no, but no. like in a safe in a safe space in your mind, in you know, you you need to be kind of comfortable with your being mm. to even get to that point of 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 kind of wanting to do something like that. I don't see a you know very healthy happy couple you know just kind of walking down to a spa and saying well today's the day hen <laughs> you know take off your own or they go in uh, for a couples session that would be very odd or would it but I think it would be quite you know as you said it's taboo right now but a lot of females are opening up to the idea and I don't see it as married females I I, I could almost positively say that these are all single women right you know, who are out for the experience if not for the look I'm not getting it at home and clearly I I'm not doing a justice job myself or it's the contrary to be like okay I've done this for so long maybe there's something that I'm not doing right maybe there's something else that someone else could do that could make me feel otherwise my next question then would be would said woman feel more comfortable if the masseuse was male or female? Nazo. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, I think seeing that Belinda is representing the female that is more <laughs> open to these things. Look, I like I'm I'm all for you do you. Mm. Um I, you do you, I do me, that's fine. Mm. Um so I think Belinda, you must come back now and tell us about but, male, male versus female. Right. female. Wow. But I mean, doesn't it? it if, well, if, is if, a male if, if a man, if a man goes for a happy ending, is it okay if it's a man? <gasps> that I, would never days happen. No, I'm that, almost that, positive yeah, that, that no guy will let another yeah, guy touch no. his junk. No, they wouldn't. Um, because I mean, men. Okay. Well, yes. I mean, if you're gay, no, then I, mean, yes. I don't even think that for gay guys, it's a thing. Like happy ending is like it's standard, <laughs> is it not? <laughs> Uh, all day, every day. Do you know what I mean? Any person in a relationship that is having sexual relations surely is standard. Yeah, but okay, okay. But now, because you know, like masturbation, for example, right? Like you might, you might very well be having a great, fantastic sex life at home. But that's not to say that your boyfriend or your girlfriend aren't still helping themselves along when you know they they're not actually doing it with you. So would this be any, I mean, would this be any different? Really? Yes. <laughs> it's completely different. <laughs> Linz is looking at you like, what are you talking what are you about? Like, what? like, why am I It's here? completely different. <laughs> I'm a complete prude. Okay. So for me, like I've got this, like this whole relationship and marriage that's all in the little box and it's locked. Mm-hmm. Like I locked it the day I said I do, like I lock both sides. Mm-hmm. And if anything Did happens, you lock both <laughs> I lock both sides. <laughs> His side and my side. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And so if, if anything happens outside of or tries to 
break that box, then it's broken for me. I mean, that's just the way I look at it. I mean, there's lots of instances of people having open relations, mm. relationships and all of that, and that's fine for them. But personally, for me, I'm just... So just no. It just doesn't Lens, make sense no. for you. So when, when you, and, and I'm almost positive that I know the answer to this question, when you go into a hot, hot stone yeah. massage, massage. Um, you obviously go in with your bra and your, your panty. No, I don't have a bra. I take my bra off. No underwear. No, I keep my, 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 my bottoms on. <laughs> right. She's struggling to even no, say the word bottoms. Because, because no, right. no, who's going to, the massage does not include touching my bum. It does because that's a muscle. It's the biggest muscle of your body. And it, and, it, and it contains the most tension after your back. Okay, so that okay. See, I didn't know that there was an option because I have. I've, I've never not, had it's, that. It's it's it's, it's not. It actually, you, it, should you request? Without. Do they? Do, do you no. request it? Yeah. Do is they, it like? Is it something that you like tick off in a box? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I I I'm not a huge fan of the westernized kind of like walking into life day spa. I go for Thai massages and oh, they just like where they fold they you up into pink, a pretzel, pink rub rub on a bag, put on take everything off. <laughs> you just That's take everything what off. I'm, yeah. Okay. Because I mean, honestly, to now do sections of my body and then I'm still going to walk out tense defeats the purpose. Does now, she, the does she turn on, you around as well? Like on your back, but then she covers up. Because then, you know how they they they, and then they fold those far? those those um, little napkins and make them into little figurine thing. They fold that towel like you will <laughs> not you will not even believe like uh. that towel becomes like underwear type vibe and you sort it. But you see, I have serious body issues where That's my self my self confidence is just basically at like minus a thousand, and I, I like I can't see myself actually going in there. Being completely naked for anything, and then on top of that, having this person then touch me and say, "It's go time." Can can you <laughs> honestly? Can you believe that they actually do not care? Like they really don't care. To them, you're just another piece of flesh. Let's go. Thanks. Bye. Your hours up. Thank you. Says yeah. you. Bye. But don't those things hurt though? The time massages. Is that the one where they fold you up into like it's, a pretzel? Those are different. They... Yeah, those are different ones. So that would probably be like a sports massage. Where they go in deep tissue and then they fold you into like pretzel type shapes, but you still have your aromatherapy. You still have, you know, Hot basic. Stone. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then, I mean, I suppose it's a very individual thing. Um, you know, it's either yay or nay to the massage with happy yeah. endings. And it seems 100%. like in in the states, it's it's a growing trend among women where they're like, yeah, no, me, I'm also going in for this thing. But also, like, understand that in the states, I think they are more prone to moving away from you know s- mainstream things. Like, they will always start the trend of, okay, cool. Just around the corner from your McDonald's, there's going to be this, you know, this place where ladies can go and be touched for the rest of the day and mm-hmm. and kind of you know have a great time do they do they, no sorry i don't want to now you see now therein lies therein lies the question what is the now question? that's where i what, what think is the question the question is <clears throat> um so is it topical do, 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 do we do just you, is it just the top is it just you know you know not for consumption <laughs> Don't I don't this. You've got to try again. So okay, no, this you is know, really difficult. All right, okay, okay, no, 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 it's fine. We don't have to go there. Lindell is already like she's already out, and she's like, I'm sorry, I've actually got things to do. Okay, then it brings me to my next point, which is that of flirting, right? And flirting is fun; it's harmless. But at what point has flirting crossed the line? Like. 
your boyfriend might flirt with some cute girl. It's fine. He smiles at her, whatever. It's cool, right? It's not a problem. This is what people do. At what point does flirting cross the line? I honestly think this is probably one of the most difficult topics ever because I don't think that you can actually have a set boundary. Obviously, when you're asking for someone's number or you want to move forward, then there's a problem. But I think that flirting could cross the line at any point. Mm. It just depends on what you say. And also, it's your intentions. Mm. Well, does that actually... Is that a thing, though? Like, if you never intend to go to move forward with that, but you flirt with someone like you would, does intention still matter? That's that's a very loaded question. Um, it is. Do you so are you saying that it's all about the intention? Well, I would so like if, to say it's about intent, but is it about... Because I'm thinking about if I was... If my husband didn't know that I was around the corner somewhere mm. and he has zero intent, but if he said something to this woman that would make me go... I mean, I know you're not going to do anything, but mm. that for me was still crossing the line. That's. But isn't also part of the problem that a lot of people lose control of where this thing ends up going? Because you might start out innocently enough. Maybe there's a new guy in the office. His name is Terbo. He looks great in a suit. Then you start laughing and smiling at each other. Six months down the line, you're in Terbo's lounge at his house. And it's like, hang on, how did I get here? Mm. Yeah, like, so the intention might not necessarily have been for you to, I'm going to do what this. What are you doing in Terbo's lounge? Well, this is the thing. It's because things get Netflix out of control. It started out with smiles and giggles at the, you know, at the coffee machine in the office. Six months later, it's like, yo, guys, I'm actually cheating on my man now. No, girl, it doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, no, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't you work see like that, that. that. It's 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 a pro. I'm telling you, it does not work like that. Like people that talk about, oh, like oh, one day I was at the coffee machine and the next day I was in Tepo's lounge. No, it, it doesn't work like that. So are you saying that from at day one point, there is an intention no, to sleep no, with Tepo? No, but somewhere along the line, that intent is there. If you are going to Tepo's house, let me tell Milan I'm going to Tepo's house. <laughs> See what happens then. <laughs> but Milan husband, is by not. The way. Yeah. He's different. He's a very different person. So we wouldn't no, even. It's not that though. It's that no. I, I don't. Besides him being different, we are different in terms of our marriage and the way we think people should interact with each other within that com- like the comfort zone of being married. And I can't go to Tepo's house ever without. No, him. no, no. A hundred percent. Yeah. Without and I think. Him. I think. As as being in a solid relationship, let alone a marriage. Um, you have to know what the boundary is as a unit. So whatever it is that I am doing, my husband needs to reciprocate that because when he, when I am not with him, I do not expect, expect him to be a prude because why I was initially attracted to him is because we flirted, we did this, we did that. And, and now because we married, it doesn't necessarily mean that needs to stop. Mm. However, that line, whatever the line it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a great guy. He will laugh. He will smile at other women. And I don't no, have no, a problem I don't with mind that. that yeah. But I'm, we're talking about like. But let me finish. Like, yeah, okay. let me finish. So, so the, the line then of that flirtatiousness, whatever it is that I presume flirta- flirting to be, the line then is, how does that make me feel when I'm not there? So if Lindell was there and she saw this behavior and she came back and related to me word for word over platum, how does that make me feel? Because he's representative of our relationship and so am I. So if it is that he has put me in a, in a precarious position so that people are looking at him and saying, but guy, for you, for you to have her on your lap. And I'm not ever saying that, you know, there will not be a situation where somebody is on his lap, but for what reason and how does he then Mm -hmm. interpret that? And how do people see that? 
Because, yeah, it does happen. And sometimes when he's not around, I'll go out to a comedy show with a group of, of, of boyfriends, guys, guy friends, mm, you know. Mm. So how am I, number one, relating to the people that I'm around me, that are around me? And how then are they relating to me? What kind of vibes am I giving them to say, dude, here's the ring. I'm married. Mm. It's, it's, it's not a secret. So can we act accordingly? That does not necessarily mean that you cannot smile and not show a tooth. <laughs> but I, I, but no, but I don't. Smiling and showing a tooth and being friendly with someone and flirting with someone are, are two different things. Um, how are they different though? Because I will. I, I mean, if I, I have guy friends yeah. that I have all sorts of discussions with all the time, mm. and I'm friendly with them, but I don't think it's ever flirting. No, but like, let's say now you, but, a, but a stranger is looking in on this kind of thing happening. Or maybe, yeah. yeah so, so now there you are. Yes, yes, yes. yes well, exactly. not, well, not, not in the conversation I'm having, but maybe in the way that we are interacting. Yes, yes. A hundred percent. That's what I mean. Now, if for whatever reason you found yourself lying to your partner, even though nothing has physically happened between you and Tebo. Is that the beginning of the of of signs of a problem? A hundred percent. Why why are you Absolutely. lying to him 100%. about about where you've been? You just had coffee with Tepo. Nothing has happened between you and Tepo, but now you're lying about where you've been. Because I think you really have intent, or you have feelings of guilt. True. That's why. And and, th- and that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is how does that make you feel? Because if you start feeling having those feelings, then surely you know that your your person is not going to be happy with whatever it is that happened. A hundred percent. Michelle says, um, if you're comfortable in your relationship, flirting won't go further. If you see someone else in a way that gives you butterflies, the relationship is not that great. I don't know that that's Listen, so I, so I see really Justin think... Timberlake all the time yeah, and, and the butterflies yeah. are there. Okay. And your relationship okay. is great. And my relationship is great. I th- but I, I also think that it's maybe because it's it's... It's not someone that I will see every single day mm. on the street and actually have a conversation with. Mm. It's possibly different. It's it's about having that. Uh, I was listening to um, friends of ours talking about having that one person that you have a pass for. So, like, mm. if ever I get a chance with that one person. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But it's only okay if that one person lives in Hollywood. True. He can't <laughs> like, be like can't be, yeah. living in four ways. Right next to you. Right next to you. But Absolutely. it's not the same thing. Why not? Because what are the chances of you walking into fruit and veg and this person is at the till weighing their brinjols? <laughs> then what? They're aubergine. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, you're never actually physically going to get to sleep with a Justin Timberlake. Well, that's why. It's never going to happen. Well, that's why it's there. All the more reason why you can have so it's a all lie. sorts of butterflies. And it's, great it's, feelings. It's 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 kind of a pass, but not really, because you're not going to get onto a plane and just be like, okay, no. today's the day. And even if Justin came here for a concert and you happen to bump chances? into him in the VIP section, no, you have Jessica out here talking all sorts <laughs> of random. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging out with my friends Lindell Cherimai and Belinda Khojani. We've got lots more to talk about right here on Sipping Tea, CliffCentral.com. Choice. Sometimes you have it. And sometimes you don't. AutoTrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare, and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. AutoTrader New Car. The choice is yours. Keeping it real on CliffCentral.com. Indeed, with myself, Mabale Moloe, and my friends, Lindell and Belinda, joining me this week because Dumimuraike is away in Bali. Guys, I'd love to be in Bali. Hey? Indonesia is the best. Have you been? I wouldn't want to be there. Why not? Anywhere but here. 
<laughs> Just not South America with this whole Zika virus outbreak thing. That's some very scary stuff. That is hey? some seriously just scary stuff. With now mosquitoes the, are yeah. just not trustworthy anymore. The World Health Organization people met yesterday and they're now deciding on whether or not to declare it a global problem because apparently they were heavily criticized for not doing so early enough with Ebola. So now they're trying to make sure that they have all their T's crossed and their I's dotted. Because mosquitoes fly. Well, they do. They do. You know what I mean? But you know what? Do they, do they fly across the, across the globe? <laughs> the Atlantic. Hey, listen. You just never know. Have you not watched Zoo? I, like, <laughs> I had one of, yeah. are just on some other level now. But you see, the people who, who say that they're in the know are saying that we should all just come down here in, in South Africa because it's highly unlikely that we are going to be affected by it. But mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know, guys. Um... Now, all of us have friends and we've, you know, every now and again, we like keep in touch or whatever. But, you know, friendships change over time. They go up through ups and downs and that kind of thing. But um, when it comes to friendships coming to an end, though, like cutting somebody off, this is this is the next thing that I want to get into. Because it's not it's not a, it's not like a breakup with your partner, but it is a, a loss of some sorts. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, what is actually the best way to bring a friendship to an end? I should just be cutthroat and cold. Should you it's, be it's, extra sensitive and handle it with kid gloves? I suppose friendship I need, or relationship. No friends, like your friends. girls. Or so we're or not your boys. talking about happy endings anymore. That's no, no. Okay. Oh, right. I'm just do thinking, you know, happy have, endings with friends. You, what? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Um, you know, funny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you've like got your I'm hands just in a different Like you've never met me before. Yeah. <laughs> like the time that we, we, we've stopped living together, she's just become a different person. <laughs> but that's exactly what friendships are about. I guess, you know, you grow as a person and um, you grow and you meet other people. I mean, I don't really think that a lot of people are still tight friends, bosom buddies with people that they were in with at crash. So you outgrow people in as much as you may love someone or you things happen. You grow, they grow, and growing together is not entirely a thing that always happens. You grow apart, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not friends anymore. Yeah, but when it needs to end, though. What? Oh, yeah, what? When it needs then, to end, it needs to end. And then, and then I think you just cut it. Like, you like literally, it's like a knife. You just... Mm. Gone. That's what I do. But I, It's easier. But what are the what you, are the you're reasons? Very, you're very cutthroat. I, so I am very cutthroat. I'm cutthroat because I believe that friendships are meant to be mutually beneficial. I believe that I will give as much as I take, um, and that in being a friend, I never ever need to worry about when you are not with me and what you are doing in your spare time when you are talking about me. So if I feel like you are the kind of person. Who would a deliberately? Because let's let's be real. We all make mistakes. Mm. We make mistakes, and then we've hurt someone without even thinking about it. But there are times when people do things with the intention of hurting you. That's not okay. Who like, who who even does things like that? But aren't we? Don't you also find those people who maybe expect a little bit too much from somebody else, whether it be in a romantic relationship or in a friendship, and then they just feel like you're not being a good enough friend because you refuse to do A, B, C, and D. Then, come, then you have a conversation with someone, but going out and 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 hurting someone because you're mad at them makes no sense. Then then your your level of friendship and your relationship is is not where it should be as a friendship. And I think for me, if 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 I feel that there is evil or 
bad intent, then it's something that I will sever. It's just I don't feel that anybody should be in a situation where you are surrounded by people that you can't trust or that you worry about in that sense. And then once you cut them off, is there ever room for them to come back at a later stage because now they've learned the lesson or whatever and they feel like, oh, I'm really sorry that I treated you badly and ah, oh, can we? It's like, it's, you know, like breaking up to make up again, that kind of situation. I think it just depends on the situation. I think as humans, we all make mistakes and we are built to forgive um, and to make mistakes and to move on and to improve ourselves. Um, I think it's just, it depends. Every situation is different. But as humans, we should be able to forgive. I think I, I think some of us are built more to hold grudges. I don't know. Sometimes sometimes not wanting to start up a relationship doesn't mean that you hold a grudge. You could have forgiven that person. It's just you don't want to have that kind of relationship again. It's all sorts of things. I mean, everybody's different. Have you noticed how quiet I've been? Why? Because, I don't know, I just, I'm not the severing type. I think I'm more of the, yeah, okay, cool, it happened. And and then you just move on from it. Move on, but not in the same 120 kilometers per hour that we were going at. It's now down at 60. It's now down at 60, and you're more likely to feel it and maybe come back and go, well, what's going on? Or maybe not even realize that there was an issue. I'm not confrontational at all. And I think but I'm is, on the is, other spectrum of where Lindell is, where it's, ah, this is what happened. Are you saying she's confrontational? <laughs> not even, no, but when she goes to the severing part of yeah. which she will do yeah. and, you know, is completely valid. But then for me, it's more a case of surely as an adult, you know what you did. Surely. But is that, if is, we that, cannot, is that because she, you is that because you are generally a more forgiving person? Belinda, I, Belinda's always I'm, been this way though. Okay. She's always been this way. I mean, I remember when we lived together. Mm. Um and I mean three twenty year olds living together, obviously there's gonna be drama in Well, this. yes it but is. But I mean the drama we went through and I always looked at her and I went, How do you just move on from you've always been that yeah, way. No, She's 100%. always moved on. Um and I have never <laughs> Moved on. So if I did something Sorry. terrible to you today and you were like, that's it, I'm cutting you out of my life, I would never see you again. Probably. Pretty much. Well, would you, would you take my call when I phone if, you a if, month from now? No, it depends. Or would you just ignore I mean, me? Did you do some, have you done something that, by mistake that hurt me inadver- inadvertently? Or did you think about it and go, this, if I do this, it'll hurt her? That's the difference. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes and you make a mistake and then you hurt someone, you sit back and you think, you go, you know, when I did this, I wasn't thinking about the end result and how it could actually affect someone else. That's different. That's, I for, I will always forgive. I do, I do things to hurt people without thinking about it, mm. but I never, I don't ever have evil intent. And that's the difference. It's the intent. If the intent was never there to hurt, then move on, forgive. Um, I want to talk about, um, because <clears throat> you know how when you're seeing somebody who's about to get married and you're both married people, so you can speak on this. <laughs> and, um, we, you know, you'll hear things like, ah, oh, they've got the wedding jitters or whatever. But I've always wondered to myself, what happens after all is said and done? And now you're see- sitting there and you're looking at this guy and you're like, what did I just do? All that <laughs> money. <laughs> 
that's all you got. You have all that money, and she still didn't show up, my friend. Supposed to be my friend. She still didn't come to my wedding. I just, I just wonder whether after. I mean, surely these things involve roller coaster rides of you know moments of uncertainty before the wedding, and then after the wedding, and you're like, ah, did I make the right decision? Do people really? Is that a thing though? I wonder because I know we see it in movies, wedding jitters and all of that. Yeah. I think people are nervous because you're like, is my dress looking good? Is my makeup perfect? So you're not nervous Let me because... Not fall. No. 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 It's, 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 you're, you're nervous because of this project. Because you've worked on this thing for close to two years and you, you know the intricacies of putting this project together. So... Is the band going to be on time? Is it going to be the correct song? Up until to up until you think of, am I going to trip over my dress? Once that is over, the worries of, oh my gosh, I'm with this person, is now a marriage thing. It's not about the wedding. The wedding is a one-day thing. Mm, now mm. you are thinking about beyond the wedding day. Have I chosen the right person? But and, you only and, think about that when you have one of those really ugly fights or those 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 things where you just disagree or... Or when you think or, of the money you've or, just spent, or he looks like that crazy person, <laughs> and you go, "Did I make the right decision? Why, yeah, yeah, Why yeah. does you? I tremble like that. You like, yeah, okay." But at at no point, you know, I think from my side, would I ever be going, my gosh, did I marry the right person? Because I know that, you know, out of all these people on this earth, this is probably the righteous that I have could have done within my circumstances. But there's 7.4 billion people out there, guys. So I often look at Milan what? and I wonder. Which makes what, you think that you walked into Willie's and saw that person <laughs> that day. Huh? What, huh? what, what do you, what do you mean though? You, you make, you make, you make your it, situation work. Okay. So you make it you work. You make your. So then this thing of the one. The is, one is a what? lie. Well, this is the thing. Ooh, There's no such I disagree. Thing. Listen, the one I, that you have found no, right now. No. Yes. Disagree. And the one that you're going to then con- continue to make know. it work with but you just over the def- next and I'm 20 not years. Saying, and I'm not saying go out and look for this person or e- always have this reservation to say that, you know, I, I could do better. That's definitely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you're probably not going to meet that person, but have I gotten to my fullest potential in trying to find that person? Because it doesn't mean I'm just going to go out there and marry in any Tim, Doc, Tom, Tom, Dick, or Sipo. Mm. It means that I'm going to try my damnedest without crossing oceans or whatever to find my person when I'm at 60. But you do find people who will marry any Tom, Dick, and Sipo, though. They, they get married five or eight times in their life because to them it's like, eh, let's and see if this one works. But that's a problem for them. Like, clearly that person has issues with themselves. Either whether they have never fully, you know, gone in and gotten that, that happy ending to see that are they orgasming properly? Is this person make them orgasm or, or are you, have to go like, back there? Are you needing to go to a massage for a happy so, ending? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is he making me feel the best to my best potential? Am I feeling a hundred percent? And is, as long as you feel a hundred percent with this person, that is your person. But you, Lindell, you say that there is a, the one. In my dreams it is. To, yeah. to be no, fair, I, mean, I think Justin me. is the one for a lot of different I, I agree. Already, but, uh, so I'm definitely right there. That's beside the point. <laughs> no, I mean, for me, it's just, I think it's different. I think um, I do agree that you've got to work at things. Um, but I'm still your little hopeless romantic. And I'm lucky I've married a hopeless romantic. <laughs> so... Like we believe, like like it was written in the stars. At some point, God was like, and then when I when I listen to his past and how he's died almost so many times, I'm like, 
God actually kept you for me. Wow. I promise you. Because, you know, he was crazy. Still is. <laughs> yeah, no, still he just is, doesn't definitely. put his life in danger anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not with you as his partner and your, and your lovely children. But yeah, so I do think that, um, but ultimately it's exactly what Belinda is. It says it's, it's finding that person that makes you feel 100%. Whether you call it the one. Or the one for right now. Mm. True. Even if right now is um, 72 days long or whatever. Kim, what? 75. So, was it 75? 75. I thought it was 72 it was days. 75. Kim Kardashian and that guy. Mm. 75. Kim, Kim Chris Humphries. Yes, that one. Mm. 75. Days. I, I was listening to you guys outside before we came into the studio talking about... Um, Were you eavesdropping again? No, I was right there. Oh. I, just, <laughs> I, I just wasn't saying anything. And you were talking about your children. And... Um, this, you know, when you are a parent and for some reason you feel that somebody else's child is just not good enough for your standards mm. and now you want to step in and teach the other parent about parenting and and then you also get the situation where your own parents maybe or your in-laws are like, yeah, but you know, you're doing this thing wrong. And when I was raising him, I was doing it like this. And I like it just sounds like the biggest headache in the world. Do people actually have any right to try and step in and tell you where you're going wrong and saying you're a bad parent for doing this? Mabali, what's the next parent question? Parent to parent. I have one thing question? to say to you. Parent. Don't. Don't what? Don't. Yeah. I don't. That's my rule. I don't get involved in other people's kids. Yeah. So Those then they must, they must not get involved in yours. Those are your kids. Well, no. I mean, you have no right to. I mean, my mom, you know, thinks that she can raise my kids. But doesn't every grandmother me. at some point think that they... I don't know. I, I know Belinda's mom quite well, and she's a really cool grandma. Yeah, she's very kind of laid back. No, my mom is like, you don't know what you're doing. But you see, Lynn's... <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what You and I are on the flip side of this, where I am saying, not necessarily because you don't know how to raise your kid, and I'm saying this like, let's say you, you, you and I, mm. you know... And we're at a restaurant or whatever. It's not about how you've raised your kid, but it's how your child now is reflecting what he has learned at home. How it is that he is interacting socially with other people. Is it acceptable socially? Uh. And is it the way that I've raised my child to be? So do I pull my child aside when it is that someone comes kicking and screaming and goes, that's my toy, that's my toy. Do I pull my child aside and go, well, this is not how you do it, whatever. Or do you try and rectify the other side and go, the way you need to do it is, you know, it's not your toy. We're all sharing, da, 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 that kind of vibe. Okay, let, I, think let's, I think it's very difficult in that sense because as a, as a, as a mother and your child, is in, it's always better when it's like your child and someone else's child. Mm. I go, no, guys, let's be nice. Let's share, whatever. The thing with me is if my child is involved and he's wrong, mm. you better believe 100%. I'm going to come in and say to him, okay, playtime is over. Then let's take a hypothetical situation where you are at your house and you've got a nice big Olivia Pope couch, which is white and mm. it's perfect. And now you've got your, your son's friends and they're all running they're around. They're not at my house. Okay. No, no, couch, no, they're not coming to my house. <laughs> but okay, this is just a hypothetical situation. And then... Tandeka just happened to slip and fall and her mug of hot chocolate has now fallen out of her hands and it's all over your white couch. And you know that had that been your child, you'd be like, yay, you know, 
taking him and spanking him one time on the bum. You're no, not allowed to do that with somebody else's no, child. No, but no, 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 no. Tandega like has you, slipped. You just, Tandega slipped and okay, fell. Okay, well, anyone Tandega, could have, you know what? what was Tandega doing on the couch? Okay, you know what? <laughs> Let's not even she say she was slipped. watching Princess. No, no, no. They, they chased. <laughs> she was watching Fiona. They kiddies chased. Okay, no. Let's not even say she slipped. Let's say they're all there and you volunteered to babysit these little people and then Tandega gets on the couch and she's jumping up and down you're like hey, I don't do that and then she, you turn your back away and she carries on doing it and now there's hot mm-hmm. chocolate on your couch mm-hmm. what do you know kids mm-hmm. and then we, are, we are calling Tandega's mom <laughs> playtime is over Tandega needs to get fetched what's wrong she's got stitches <laughs> Okay. Okay. So okay. You, you're gonna unleash the okay. kraken on Tandeka. Okay. Okay. No, you know what? I I, I realize something. Um, that the problem is, as much as I try to get my house to the point where it is, my kids are kids and they'll destroy things, mm-hmm. and their friends will come over and they'll destroy things together. Mm. So like, I've got. Like again. So I have rules. They're like again. So <laughs> I have rules. <laughs> so like, for example, I've got this beautiful coffee table. I tell my kids that it's my, 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 I'm like, that is your Oma's coffee table. You can't touch it. You can't, to the point where Ilya comes to me and he's like, Mommy, Katalia's on the coffee table. Like, right. we'd be like, you can't sit here. You can't touch, you can't put your, you can't put your drink on my coffee table. Mm-hmm. There's your table. You've got a kiddie's table. The coffee table is just for us to look at and say that is pretty. That's mm. all it's there for. There's no use for it other than that. But you know, you get those, uh, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when, when I was growing up, you get those communities where everybody feels like they are allowed to be with, in each other's business to a certain point. So if you as, you know, as a child, you're out playing on the streets and then you, you grab your friend and you go and play at your friend's house and then you, you happen to be spotted doing something wrong by an adult person, like that community feels it's completely okay for you to reprimand my child because we all know each other like that. See, the you know? problem is we don't so, live we don't live in those kind of communities anymore. So we now, don't live so in the township. It's, it's now okay. All, we are out of the township. Okay, okay. But, okay. but <laughs> no, well, I mean, was it such a bad thing? And is it now just a case of actually that thing that we were doing? Back at home in the village or in the township where your neighbor was perfectly within her rights to reprimand your child, that was all wrong, and now we're just not doing that it's anymore. It's not necessarily wrong. I think it's just a different. It was a different mechanism of treat, of of teaching the same principles. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the case that our kids are out on the streets and we need to teach them about when the street lights come on. Now we teach our children from a very young age about watches and the big hand and the small hand. There's, there's, there's no need for us to go back to having these villagers raise kids and, well, and, and no, I think it whereas, was also, it was remain, but it was also about people that some parents worked very late, some parents went at home. So it's that whole thing of, you know, you, you, the child was raised by a village, mm. by a community. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it still happens. But it still happens. The, the, the premise, the premise of, of that definitely we need to take beyond Beyond whether you know you're there or not as as a parent till six or eight o'clock or whatever, where you know if Linz brings her kids over to my house and we're both sitting in a different part of the house and the kids are on the other side, I should be, you know, I should trust Dichaba to tell Ilya what to what he can do and what he can't do. But with the two, but of at you- no point do I want to go in there and go, who did this? 
Why did you do it? Because as Lindell said, our houses are built for the destruction of... That's what they do. So first of all, you shouldn't have an Olivia Pope couch in your house if you've got got five-year-olds. But what if you like nice things? No. You can't like nice things when you have kids. Exactly. (laughs) You can't. So are you supposed to wait for each other to be like... To turn age 13 before you can... Correct. 100%. 100%. And that's that's exactly what should happen. That's the piece you have to make with yourself. What kind of parent do you want to be talking about everything single spoon you like these used to be silver now they're bronze <laughs> i hate you you made me fat so as friends would you ever reprimand each other's children have you met belinda son <laughs> <laughs> have you met belinda son tell me i think i think if anybody was reprimanding anybody it would be me him reprimanding me he'd be like no auntie Lindell, you can't do these kinds of things that is not true. so i don't need to reprimand no i don't she doesn't need to reprimand her son he reprimands i everyone. reprimand him all the time but i mean with you being as close as you are with that um, do you know that there's a line that the two of you just I wouldn't, wouldn't bat cross, an island. or do you trust each other enough and know each other well enough I to know wouldn't like, bat an island. Fine. Yeah, I wouldn't bat an island because I know that in as much as Dichaba is kind of you know on the right path when he like is with his friends he's a different person so if Liddell just happens to see something going down like they're selling drugs on the corner <laughs> she needs to pipe up she needs to say something yeah, yeah, like yeah. at no point do I she's like, hey friend the thing is outside guess what's happening no, 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 no. Now, Lindell, you said that if you know for a fact that your child did something wrong, you have no problems going in there and setting the record straight and setting him straight. Yeah. But uh, d- 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 you also find those parents who are like, yeah, but the only reason my child did that is because Belinda's child is a bad influence on him. Oh, no. Because their children are always perfect little angels and they're, they're thinking, yeah, but if you didn't hang out with this child, we wouldn't have this problem. Me, I call the child out, eh? Huh. I had a birthday party at my house. I was calling, hey, you, <laughs> Sipo. Get down. I, I am one of those parents. I, I feel like we must, we all need to be open to the fact that sometimes our kids do things that are completely not the way they would normally react. Mm. And sometimes they are just naughty. So I'm not the kind of person that goes, Oh, yeah. And also my son is five. So I'm still lucky. I'm like, I worry about things like that later on where kids are influenced by other kids, mm. you know, in terms of teenage years and all of that. I definitely worry about. Um, but right now, I'm, I'm not the kind of person to go, oh, my son was naughty because he was with that other naughty mm. child. And No, not mm. at all. Or just remove your child from the naughty child. Like, yo, they don't need to be friends. Everybody's child is naughty, though. This is the thing. Yeah. Uh, no, mm, Everybody's see. child is naughty at some point. But and I'm not you, even talking about there, my... Aren't there other children that you look at and like, ah, that one is definitely naughtier than my of child. Course. Like, he's a terrible child. I don't know how of his course. parents cope. Of course. Osama. But we go out with them and they, the kids play together. And when we leave, I go, oh, thank goodness I'm taking this one home with yeah. me and you taking that one home. But that's where it starts and ends. And it's also for children to learn how to be able to deal with other kids that are extra naughty mm. or or very physical or it's you know kids will always they'll be okay or just kids who have not been raised well <laughs> no but you see it's that it's that thing again of, of you. i don't mind naughty kids yeah. naughty is just another word for intelligent and smart okay i view naughty kids as being very smart and those kids and who curious. will actually be successful in life because when they're naughty they get reprimanded and they actually learn to Explain themselves Why did you do it But then aren't they Also curious Because they're thinking To themselves How does this if, thing work Exactly What will happen If I pull the string Oh no it, Now it's broken uh, Now it's broken then, then if that child If you go Why did you do it And he's like Actually what I wanted To do was And explain himself Now there are kids Who just aren't Raised well <laughs> Those are the children I have problems with <laughs> If your child 
is a representative of what is going on at home in i.e. when you tell him to do something and he will not do it and he back chats and he will try and slap you then i have a problem and me and you aren't hanging out no more <laughs> okay um thank you very much ladies we have run out of time we have yeah we have oh. by the way this morning we were sipping on mimosas because uh, you know it's it's just okay so the show, <laughs> the show is called Sipping Tea. I think we've sipped actual tea once since we started the show. The rest of the time, we're finding other things to sip on. Today, it was mimosas. It's usually Patron. Uh, do me once wine when she gets back. But this is an essential part of the show. We need to sip on something to get it done right. So next week, what are we doing? <laughs> well, um, next week will be wine. So if you're feeling like a glass of wine at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday... Uh, come join us. Definitely. Uh, so we'll be back, or I'll be back next week, Tuesday, uh, right here on cliffcentral.com, and uh, we'll be hearing from Dumi Morake and her escapades in Bali. Oh, what I'd give. Uh, Mama Limoloi, thanks for hanging out. This is cliffcentral.com.